Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 54 of Inbound Sales Journey. I am your host, Ryan Herman, and joined by Samuel Gray McKenzie. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about the importance of agency partnership and what that leads to in terms of lead sharing and sharing of services, and talk a little bit about the relationships, how we built them. And Gray has done a great job of getting to know different agency owners all over the country uh, through different events, but also through working together. So he's going to talk firsthand about his experiences there. If you guys missed last week, we talked about the GuavaBox sales tool stack. So if you guys are looking for some good tools to help with your uh, sales process and also just agency in general, touched on that and go back and listen to that. But today we're going to dive into those agency partnerships. So great. I know you have a lot of experience here. I'm probably going to let you talk for most of this episode. So I'm going to turn things over to you and and share a little bit about your experiences with uh, partnering with different agencies. Awesome. Cool. Well, this is timely because, uh, I mean, this isn't infrequent, but um, we just had a pretty solid website prospect referred to us from another agency, um, a good friend down in Texas uh, at, a, at another inbound agency, referred a, a pretty decent-sized client to us and recommended us to them. And that um, – there's there's a number of different things out of this story that uh, out of this experience that that come out and just I think for uh, for the sake of the client probably won't mention that name, but a couple of things. One is um, that that makes me feel pretty jazzed. I was I was excited to get the lead. Um, didn't get a message at all from this other agency that they referred us. Just uh, just heard from a client that I was recommended that. Um, she reached out to me directly and mentioned the guava box was came highly recommended. Um, asked where the uh, where the recommendation came from and found out who it was. And that instantly, uh, I think that a big thing to realize if you're an agency who might you're thinking like I should say no to this, um, but what's someone else going to think if I like send over somebody? I think this is something that I've, that I've heard from people is uh, like I'm worried about what someone else is going to think if I say that we, you know, like that's not a good fit for us. Um, but it, it instantly makes me want to return that favor to say, thank you for the lead. This is something that we do well. Um, and now I want to re- return that favor to that person. So I think that it's, like all in all, it's a very positive thing for a number of different reasons. Um, so let's start with why you would want to partner with other agencies and share leads um, in some way. I'm not talking about like sharing every single lead that you have, but but why you would want to send leads to somebody else. So there's a number of different reasons here. Obviously, the biggest one is there's only so many things that you can be good at and that you should be good at um, in order to have some kind of focus. And so the things that you're not good at, in order to be able to serve your clients the best, it's pretty important to find other people who do those things, who do them well, and who who you can rely on. Um, not because you're going to be a middleman necessarily saying like, uh, you know, yeah, we can handle all that, and then you're white labeling it to someone else. I, 
in almost every case, I highly don't recommend that um, approach. I've just found it is way easier and you sleep way easier at night uh, when you're straightforward with people and say, um, you know, like that's something that, that we don't do, but we'd be happy to push that off to this person who we know does good work um, and we can work alongside them if we need to. Or if it's not a good fit for us at all, just send them completely over to that other agency. So there's a lot of different elements to this. Um, obviously, there's obstacles you have to overcome, like knowing who those people are, um, knowing what their availability would look like. Can you realistically refer clients to them? But um, and, and there's a lot of agencies out there. This is kind of tangential as well. But there's a lot of agencies who've worked out some kind of uh, commission structure, revenue sharing structure. Um, you know, if we refer somebody to you, I think somewhere between ten and twenty percent is uh is a common number depending on the service that's going on or that uh what the project's going to look like but 10 to 20 percent seems to be a pretty common number for agencies who are sharing services back and forth in terms of commission for agencies who are doing commissions um a lot of times you know we don't even worry about the commission uh at all i think most of the time I would rather just say the reward is that the client gets taken care of well and you make me look good by taking care of them well. Um, but it, it can certainly go both ways. We've done deals where there are commission structures in place and we've done, uh, I guess you wouldn't call them deals, but kind of agreements where, hey, if we get someone like this, you're going to be the first person who I would refer them to depending on their situation, obviously. Uh, but in most cases, like here's who would come to you. So that is uh, – I feel like there's a lot of different thoughts to share here. I think that what's important is identifying what you do well and what your clients need. Figure out what things your clients might need or people might come to you for that you're not going to do. And then you try and make a list and prioritize that by how common those are that come in and figure out, okay, who are the folks who I know or can find who I could refer these people to? If you want this to be a revenue stream for your agency, have conversations with those people early about, hey, if this kind of client comes in, um, if it's a common enough situation, have these conversations. Say, if this if this type of client comes in, you know, I'd, I'd like to make a 10% commission off of um, what you do for them or 20% commission, whatever it is. Um, work out those deals. Try and work those out ahead of time. Make sure that it's a win-win for both sides. And, uh, and you know, there are other cases where, uh, with a with a PPC uh, agency, for example, where we say we're going to ship these people to you if they want PPC done. Uh, if you have somebody who needs inbound done, send them back to us or needs HubSpot expertise or a game plan put together, send those back our way. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can work this out to make it win for both sides. I think the biggest thing is just doing right by the clients and making sure that clients get taken care of. One major point that I would throw out there is if you want a strong relationship with other agencies um, where you can refer work back and forth. Make sure that you're not sending people bad leads. So this has happened. Uh, this has happened to us um, quite a few times over the years, where we've gotten a lead referred to us by another agency or someone who didn't want to take on the work. Um, you get kind of excited about it because there is a personal connection. You're willing to spend some time and give that that lead, obviously, some conversations. And, and it feels bad when you've been referred by somebody else to say, no, we're not a good fit either. But we've been put in that situation before where we've gotten a bad lead from somebody else. Someone referred a small business owner with a $500 budget to us for a website. 
and um, I'll just say make sure that you're not that person who if, who's sending bad leads to somebody who you respect. Don't don't do that. Um, at least have some kind of understanding of their needs. And if you know that they're probably not going to be a fit for that person, don't send them over because that puts that agency in a bad position. If you wind up in that position, the best thing to do is just be honest and be upfront and say, hey, listen, the typical website project for us starts at $10,000. We're just not a good fit right now. To be honest with you, I don't know the best person to refer you to. There's nobody who I uh, have experience with and trust who I think is going to give you a high-quality website for $500. Um, so unfortunately, I can't help you, but but I want to be upfront and let you know that right now. Um, most of the time, they'll respect that. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what their reaction is. You need to do the best thing for the client. Um, so I'd encourage you to to do that as well if you do wind up in that situation. That's a bunch of unorganized different thoughts. Uh, I think that ultimately what it comes down to, Ryan, is just focusing on what you are good at and um, and finding ways to help your clients without putting in a ton of time and effort uh, for them in the areas that you don't want to focus on. Um, what are some of the thoughts that you have? Well, I think about all the demos that I do great with different agency owners around the world and the ones who really seem to be successful and, and who are really doing well have a very clear focus at their agency on the services that they provide, but also knowing and accepting the services that they don't provide. And what's nice is when, you know, we'll stick with PPC as an example, because we don't do a lot of that gray, but we have some partner agencies that, that do. And what's nice about it is I don't want to have prospects come to me and never have some sort of solution for them. And I also don't want us to get involved in, a thousand different services. So we're doing everything kind of mediocre instead of really doing with excellence, the things that we've set out to do. And so that's why I think agency partnerships is so great because being able to send them somewhere and establishing that, that just helps if they're a good lead, like you said, that helps the relationship with that other agency and, and people love to reciprocate, you know, those, those gestures. So, uh, uh, you know, we've had a lot of agencies that we will give work to for good leads that we feel that they'd be a good fit for. And then we've received leads that way. And it's, it's a lot like a referral, you know, it might not be quite as strong of a referral if, you know, depending on what the relationship's like with that prospect in that agency. But I think it says a lot uh, to that prospect if you say, hey, you know what, I'm just not the best fit for what, exactly what you guys need. But I know guys that I've worked with in the past that I can vouch for that do excellent work that I really think you should talk to. I mean, that's a that's a great lead. I love talking with people like that. And so you start to build those relationships where you have your go-to people, so you always have a solution that leaves a good taste in the the prospect's mouth in case there's other work that they want to come back to you for uh, later on down the line. And then it also helps build the relationship with the agency. It really is a win-win. And I see too many agencies, Gray, that say, well, if they want PPC, we'll just do it and we'll figure it out. And I would really caution people to say that's not the the way to grow a scalable agency, trying to be okay at everything. Well, obviously trying to be great at everything, but frankly, you can't be, you're going to end up being okay at everything instead of being excellent at, at, at a few things. And and that's where I think people get into uh, trouble and they don't have a great solution for it. And I think really this is it, you know, this is something that people need to consider and take seriously and, and start to build some of those relationships because it it can be really helpful. Um, So those are my thoughts on it from a, from a sales perspective, Gray. Um, I, I very much enjoy having the partnerships that we do. And like you said, we just got an awesome web website lead, COS development lead. Uh, that, that's going to be great. So it, very helpful. 
Awesome. Good stuff. Well, let's wrap it up here. Um, I think there's a lot of different places that we could go talking about agency partnerships and sharing leads and what this is going to look like. Um, but that might be a topic for a further episode. If you guys have any questions, send them our way. Check out the show notes at doingbound.com slash sales journey. Next week, Ryan and I are going to be diving into uh, comp plans. So when you're hiring a new salesperson or working on a compensation plan, um, what are our thoughts, what we found to work well? Um, would love your input on that as well. Um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up right here. Appreciate you guys being with us and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to inbound sales journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinboundcom slash sales journey. That's doinbound all one word.com slash sales journey. Today's show is sponsored by do inbound the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.